So I've been doing some thinking. I want to talk to my head of talents out there. Not my head of people, not my CHROs, my head of talents out there. Those that are strategically thinking about recruiting, those that are thinking about how to make the recruiting process more efficient, more transparent. Those that frankly have their own KPIs and OKRs that are connected to making sure that not only are we filling up the pipeline of potential applicants that can join the company, but actually landing roles and landing individuals inside of those roles that will be at the company long-term. And on top of that, those that will hit the ground running and actually be a operational day-to-day way of working fit, um, not just a culture fit. Because I think a lot of organizations get it misconstrued and, and look at things a little bit differently. And I want to share a few lights on this. A lot of companies out here, they think about the hiring process. They think about integrating someone into the company. And they're also, they're always thinking about, will this person just fit well from a communication perspective? Will this person fit well from a vibe and energy perspective? Does this person have all the things that we want to see from a black and white perspective? And does this person check all the boxes? What I don't think enough heads of talent are thinking as they're sitting at the top of this, you know, recruiting initiative and strategy, I don't think enough of those heads of people are thinking about, will this person actually integrate well with the way that this company, the way that this department the way that the VP or the director or the C-suite of this department likes to run things realistically. I don't think enough heads of talent are mandating that the recruiters that are reporting to them are getting enough of that context. So when they're having those screen calls, when they're going out and having those round one calls before they even get to the hiring manager calls, I don't think they're doing enough deep dive to really understand that full scope and potentially bake that into the intro of those calls. So what I want to talk about today is maybe how the first call, the screen call, and the, the, the second call, which in some folks would be round one, how we can make those calls a little bit more tangible, a little bit more detailed, a little bit more um, of a peek into what the department and the leadership of that department, what, what it realistically is going to be like and what it looks like. So here's what I would do. If I'm a head of talent inside of a company, on a quarterly basis, I'm going to the leaders of each department and I'm having a thoughtful 60-minute, 90-minute one-on-one and I'm understanding the following categories and the following themes. I'm going to my VP of marketing and I'm saying, hey, Andrew, talk to me about how decisions are made right now within this department that are going to affect these 7 to 12 roles that we're potentially going to be filling within your organization or within this department over the next six months. We have a plan to fill these next six or seven roles over the next few months. Tell us how your decision-making framework currently right now has changed. And tell us also how your decision-making framework and structures will impact these roles. How much bandwidth will they have to potentially, how much input will they have to potentially adjust how you make decisions, add value to how you make decisions, be included in how you make decisions? Give me a full deep dive on that. I would also go to this individual and say, give us your current state of the roles and responsibilities and any updates and changes that may affect this department and operational structure. And he may say, what do you mean by that? What What I mean by that is give us a full update, a full understanding of how the roles that we're looking to fill 
and the responsibilities that you are expecting those roles to adhere to, what changes will be coming up? How are you rethinking about this role? How based off of, because typically organizations know that they need a, you know, they know that they need a copywriter inside outside of the marketing department six months prior to potentially when they even bring that person in. So I want to know how, how have things changed from that point until now? We may go into, you know, cross-functional departmental moments and needs coming up. What is that going to look like? Who are they going to have to work with? That one's a big one. Because if I can understand as a head of town and pass that communication down to my recruiters, if I can understand how this new role coming into this department is going to have to work with sales or work with partnerships or work with engineering or work with whomever, maybe what we want to do is be more thoughtful around how we analyze and structure the JD. Maybe we, we want to be more thoughtful around how we conduct those first round conversations and, and only talk to slash only bring people into the second and third rounds of folks that have experience with those cross-functional departmental moments. Experience working with those departments, experience working with those type of professionals and leaders. Experience understanding some of the language there, some of the experiences there. We may go into... Hey, can you give us a really thorough deep dive into the OKRs and the KPIs that hold this department upright? Can you give us a really good understanding of the KPIs that are significantly going to affect this department and this team and how this new role is going to impact that and be a part of including in that? Can you give us an update around how meetings are going to be held and their role in these meetings and, and how you plan on organizing and structuring the meetings? You may go and say, are there any weaknesses you see within the experiences of the day-to-day -day within this department and team? Do you feel this team is great in all phases? And give them examples. Do you feel this team is great from an organization perspective? Keeping things structured and organized and focused and on task. Do you think this team is made up of a bunch of people that are super innovative, super thoughtful, always coming up with new ideas? Is that like a subtle subconscious expectation where New ideas need to be brought to the top of the of, of the chain here, and, and new ideas are are welcomed and, and and borderline expected. Or is this a tried and true methodology based department where we're just day to day doing the same things, you know, rinse and repeat? Or are you looking for new ideas? Paint a picture for this potential new direct report around your vision and in, and in an ideal world, how you see them fitting into this department, how you see them fitting into this team, what you need them to add and what you need them to bring. I'll give you one more. What's your ideal hierarchy of communication that you would like to explain and that you would like your direct report to be comfortable with? I'll give you an example. If there's an urgent to, to if, there's, if, there, if there's an incredibly urgent matter, how do you want them to get your attention? Phone calls, text, Slack, emails. What does that look like? That information right there is important. So now doing the screen call now, doing round one, you can be a little bit more thoughtful about asking those individuals if they're comfortable with that or asking them scenario-based questions and see how they would react in those situations and see what's natural for them. Here's the point I'm trying to make. My heads of talent out there, 
I believe it's your responsibility, your duty to be super thoughtful and strategic around making sure your recruiters, even in the screen calls, even in round one, you're asking questions that are super nuanced, super detailed, super thorough, and that are genuinely connected to the way things are actually going to be working within that department so that you can find, so that you can capitalize, so that you can get excited about alignment faster. We need to do that. We have to do that. We have to stop playing a numbers game. There are too many heads of talent out here where their KPI, the OKR that the organization set up for them to keep their title as a head of talent are based off of how filled up is the pipeline. How much activity is actually being brewed and, 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 being, um, and being exercised and utilized? I want to shift that a bit. How can we make... How can we think more strategically about how much, how much more transparent we can be? How much more information we can extract from each head of a, a department or each head of a team so we can take that information back to our recruiters. So our recruiters in those first round conversations can be more prepared to have those thorough conversations, to ask really big, bold, and exciting questions. This is important. This is a must. It's not a nice to have. And I think a lot of organizations, a lot of heads of talent have been taught and have been trained a very old school way of recruiting and hiring and building teams. And I don't think you should veer off from that too much, but I do believe you should add one little element, which is to bake more transparency into the process. So tangibly, because I've said a lot, I'm make a very direct ask. My heads of talent out there, Look at your roadmap of hiring. Look at, look at the deliverables and the expectations that you have um, from a workforce perspective and a headcount perspective over the next 18 months. Look at what's coming up next. Set a call with each head of each, set a call with each head of a department. Set a call with each VP. Set a call with each potential hiring manager. Set a call with each director. And go to them around the following categories. Ask them about three to five questions in each of the following categories. Department operations, department design, vision, and structure, department employee and team experience, communication, reporting, feedback, current leadership DNA and expectation setting models and structures, role performance and expectations, Management, leadership style, and then the changes to that style. L&D and role support. Contribution needs from direct reports and the department strategy. Career mapping and paths and your involvement in those. And the expectations around those and the opportunities realistically around those. That may be one of the biggest ones. For example... I'll give you a great question around that. Go to your VP of this department and say, over the next six months, if your direct reports are looking to play a huge, are looking for a uh, for you personally to play a huge mentorship role in their lives regarding career mapping, how does that realistically play out? Because if I'm ahead of talent and I have a a, 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 a fleet of recruiters here. I don't want our recruiters to do what I know for a fact recruiters are doing out here. I don't want them to BS 
those applicants and say, this is a company, this is a department, this is a culture of opportunity. Someone may take that and say, wow, I have a desire to move up the ranks in six to 12 months. This is a great place to do that. And the complete opposite may be the reality. So you need to understand that. Coaching and performance. And last but not least, change management. Change management is a huge one. I'll give you one great one before I get out of here. What change do you feel? This is a question again. What change do you feel should or need to go through to be better organizationally, for you to be better and this department to be better and for you to lead this team better? What changes are to come? What changes need to be made? It's very similar to dating and I bring this up to dating all the time. I believe it is incredibly important during the dating process, during the feeling out process, during those first few dates, very similar to the first one, two, three, four interviews. Let your potential partner, your potential spouse, your potential employee, your potential direct report, let them know about the things that are not quite figured out yet. But you know for a fact they need to get figured out. You know for a fact they need a change. Let them know how you're in the midst of that change. Your involvement in that change. The level of accountability that you're holding yourself to to be involved and to experience and to have momentum within that change. Let them know the, the categories of the change that will be coming and how it may be difficult and how their role may be involved in, in that change. All of these factors are important. Honesty, transparency, it's key. You don't want to fool anyone. And I need my CEOs out there and I need my heads of talent out there to restructure the KPIs and the OKRs here. It's not an activity game. It's a quality game. It's not a culture fit game. It's an operational day-to-day, two professionals working inside of a team alignment game. It's all about being real. So, as always, just a few thoughts. Just a few perspectives. We'll talk soon.